I like this desk. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's very DIY. Oh my god, it's just a bit of wood, isn't it? Yep. Yep. And then some plastic crates. That's pretty good. If you if you sit there, and then I'm just gonna play this back on the mic uh, on the earphones and just oh. should I say something? Hello. Okay. Matt, say something. Hello. <laughs> How's it going everyone? It's uh, Kenneth here and um, today's podcast is going to be with uh, myself, Matt and Katie and if you've watched any of um, my videos on YouTube, um, you basically you'll know that uh, we all have um, our allotment together and I thought it would be, you know, a pretty uh, cool idea just to sit down and chat with them and just sort of speak about, you know, the things we've done on the allotment so far and the experience we've had and um, yeah, just take it from there. So I hope you guys enjoy, and uh, here we go. I think as well, if you get put on the spot, you're like, uh... uh yeah, <laughs> just make something up, anything will do. Yeah. I don't know. So I suppose, the allotment. Oh, that's alright, we've got my phone, we can Google things to do with courgettes. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, on Instagram. A lot of the people that I speak to, when I when we first planted the courgettes, we've got friends that live in um, what's that place called near Salisbury? Shrewsbury. No, it's Chippen Chippenham. Is it Chippenham? Chippenham. Yep. And uh, they just laughed and said, "Oh, good luck with all the courgettes." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, don't worry. There'll be <laughs> enough for all three of us, and I think we've got enough to feed the whole fucking street." <laughs> I'm trying to palm them off onto people at work, and everyone's just like, "I don't want five courgettes." No. <laughs> There was a book on Amazon and I just showed Matt and it said it was called, what was it called? What am I going to do with all of these courgettes? So I think yeah. it's a common problem. What, like an actual book? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. The picture's like a cartoon of a man stood <laughs> surrounded by courgettes. So I don't think we're the first, yeah. sadly. It's the one thing I found frustrating though is that like, even though we've been there for quite a while, we still, it's like we, we're getting a lot of certain vegetables. Like we're getting a lot yeah. of courgettes, we're getting a lot of chard. chard. So much chard. A lot of lettuce. It tries but, to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> but then nothing else. It's kind of like we've got to wait for things to get warmer, you know? Yeah. Like for things to grow that take long to get there. But but not too much warm. Too mo- too warm because otherwise everything dies and dries out. Or bolts like bolts. it has for us. Yeah. So um, what, what, do you, what do you guys think so far? We've had it since when? August. August, September, October, November. Like... Seven, seven, eight months. Is it really that long? Yeah. Yes, it's it's weird. It was like a long period of work, getting it ready, and then even planting everything out and stuff. It was like still looked pretty empty, and then over the last couple of months, it's just completely changed. Crazy, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I do agree, though. I don't think that we'd be better with more variety, but then I don't know. I think with it being the first year means that when we with the way we've sort of timed everything means we're getting something now and then that yeah that's true yeah. actually we'll get some, like a different variety of stuff but then I suppose that's how you're meant to do it isn't it because things come into season so you're meant to have like certain vegetables at certain times anyway so yeah it is yeah. how it works I think we just need to get better at figuring out recipes for yeah things that we can use what we've got of or what we've got already yeah that makes sense I think as well, it's like that the whole first year of doing it because we would we wouldn't have known what was going to work. So it's just like me and Matt were speaking yesterday about the peas. Like they're cool to have, but unless you're growing a load of them, we've yeah. had such a small amount. Like what's yeah. the point of doing it? And like 
so we've got loads of charge, but we probably have too much. Yeah. So it could be one of those things like, well, let's have less, grow less charred because you get so much from it anyway. And like, yeah. like you were saying, get more variety, you know, because it's almost like when we first started, I was like, oh, we're going to have loads of vegetables all the time. Well, we do, but it's loads of the same stuff. Yeah. So it's rather have like less of that stuff, but a bigger variety. Yeah. But I suppose it's just trying to figure out like, what can we grow that's different that's still going to give us stuff pretty quickly so that we always have things going i think more research next year yeah into what grows at what time but then we'd say that but then everything that we've done so far has come up really early because of the weather so you can't really control things like that so it could we could put things in they just won't come out yeah and or they could all come out once anyway um and also maybe staggering things because now we've got like so much chard it's gonna be like <laughs> how are we even gonna eat that much chard yeah I don't know. Like, because we planted everything, all of them in one go, maybe we should just do, like, a few at a time, and then a few the next yeah. week, and then a few the next week. But and then with the chard, because we did the second succession of it, didn't we? But the first one has carried on that we wouldn't, we didn't really need the second one yeah. because yeah. the first one has been... More than enough. It's kept going. Yeah. I think... Um, what was I going to say now? Um, the, the problem is, as well, like you were saying with the weather... If the weather wasn't as hot as it is now, because this is unusually hot for this time of the year, everything would have probably grown a bit slower. Yeah. yeah. So next year we could say, cool, we're going to plant less stuff. But then... We're thinking about what's happened this year and we don't know what's going to... Exactly. So next year it could be cooler and things just don't grow. So we have less stuff anyway. It's like... Yeah. We'll have more space next year. Yeah. Which means we can plant as much stuff, but variety. Yeah. A variety. The reason we'll have more space, just in case... I haven't actually spoken about this on the, the YouTube channel. Ooh, is, ooh, well, I, I have, breaking news! I, I have spoken about it, but when we, we, we were looking at getting a second allotment and um, I, I did a video a couple, about a month or two ago showing this really big one that we were planning on taking, um, but we didn't get that one, which is pretty good because we've ended up getting the allotment right next to ours. So we're kind of going to have a double plot. So it's going to double our size, which means we'll be able to play around with more stuff. Yeah. yeah. And more room to experiment as well. Yeah. Because at the minute we were like, oh no, we don't want to put this because we don't. So now if there's an extra room, we can just try things out. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't matter because we've still got loads of other stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, but it, I was just looking at what we what the seeds we ordered the other day and it feels like we've got loads, but I think we've got like 20 different seeds. Yeah. But, but it's still not a huge variety because we've got like a whole bunch of beetroot and mm. different carrots and things like yeah. that. But, um, yeah, like you said, we'll be able to get other things. And if it doesn't work, I suppose it doesn't really matter. I want to try, like, more weird things. Like, we've got the ochre growing. There's mm. some... Well, I can't remember what the other little potatoes that I found were. They're similar to ochres. They grow the same in the same sort of climate as well. But they come out, like, purple and pink and stuff like that. Well, they're really o- cute. The ochre does that, I think. Yeah, but no, they're, like, different... really cute. Where, where was this from? I don't know. I was just Googling pictures of potatoes. and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll find it. It's okay. I was telling Matt yesterday, I found this person on Instagram that uh, sells heritage and like heirloom potatoes. And the one that I saw someone post was these purple ones. And I reckon it would be cool to try those because they look absolutely amazing. Yeah. And they taste nice. Taste nice as well. A, a, a luckus. I don't know how to say that. A luckus. Look at them. They're so cute, aren't they? They look like potatoes, don't they? Yeah. just like. So do you get different colours from the same plant? Yeah. Oh, okay. They did that on where, the, where we got the seeds from. They did on quite a few of the stuff. They did like a 
uh, like a variety pack, didn't they? Where you just sort yeah. of get what you get, you don't know what you're getting. But most of them were all sold out, weren't they? Yeah. But they did that with the reddish, so you get like a reddish mix, and you just, like you said, you get what you get. Yeah. Yeah. With these Oloku, Olo- I don't know how to pronounce this, so I'm so sorry to the South American people. <laughs> Oloko, you can also eat the leaf, and it's used in a similar way to spinach. That'd oh, be that's good. cool. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I think that's something quite cool to think about if anyone out there is listening to this and they want to get an allotment is uh, especially if you get a small one is if you find stuff that you've got multi-uses for so like we've grown um what are those kohlrabi kohlrabi so you can eat the leaves off those and you don't get a huge amount but you get enough that if you had two kohlrabi you've got two kohlrabi plus enough greens to be able to do something with yeah and they taste like like it's salty they taste like they should go with fish they're like a bit they taste a bit like samphire to yeah. me it's a weird doesn't taste like a leafy green does no, it no especially when they're quite small because mm. we, we we tried a, a few of the, the seedlings and we're like oh this, <laughs> what this tastes like and it was definitely like, this is the seed yeah the mollusks what else have we grown that we've got multi um, carrots but we didn't try the carrot tops i did taste some without cooking them but they were a bit bitter and i was just, i didn't really fancy it to be honest yeah we what else I think you can eat a lot of the vegetable parts. People, you just don't buy them in the shop. So you can eat all like the leaves of brassicas, but no one really... Beetroot and radish. Beetroot and radish, yeah. Can you eat that? I didn't know you could eat beetroot leaves. Yeah, yeah. yeah beetroot, that's like chard. Beetroot and chard. Yeah. So when you pull the chard out, sometimes you'll find that... A little... A, a little bulb, yeah. You can't eat the bulb, but you can eat the leaves. So they're from the exact same family. Imagine if you got that mixed up and you thought that it was dangerous. It's dangerous having an allotment. <laughs> yeah, tell your story about what happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got a gallbladder infection from eating too much chard. Yeah. I don't What's even... the stuff in it called? Oxay... Ox... I don't know. Let me look it up. Oxalis or something like that, isn't it? Or something like that. It crystallises in your gallbladder and your kidney and you can get gallstones and kidney stones. Let's see. Dangers from eating chard. <laughs> <laughs> so now you know how to get your enemies if uh, you, you know they can't eat chard. Just keep feeding them chard. Just have an abundance. <laughs> We've actually got quite a um, large chemical warfare operation going on down there with all that child <laughs> yeah we're gonna get gchq knocking on our door <laughs> let me see i think it's like oxalis or oxalicite or something like i think that. Our, our radish Oxalate. leaves we didn't eat because they got a bit they were a bit overly munched weren't they yeah they yeah. were the radish leaves they were munched munched they but they're quite prickly i'd be a bit worried to eat those like yeah yeah what other dangers Found some slugs in our lettuce that we'd had in our fridge. That was pretty disgusting. You didn't eat them, did you? No, but there was one day when I was eating something and it wasn't meant to be crunchy. <laughs> and it was crunchy and I felt it like in my mouth. So I was like, I didn't want to spit it out to find out what it was. So I just thought I'd just get it down and hope for the best. Well, I suppose you've got a bit of protein then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's... That's all the dangers of the allotment. Um, I don't know. We've almost tripped on all the knitting we've got everywhere. Yeah. The rake. The, the rake. rake. <laughs> the rake's nearly killed Matt about 15 times. And it's got Only three ones. times, to be fair. <laughs> and we've got loads of thistle. That's kind of uh, nailed my ankles a few times. Same. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those parts I'll Sorry. definitely edit out. <laughs> <laughs> no, leave this in. Leave this in. This is the best part. <laughs> yeah, I won't. I won't uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys listen to it before I um, post oh, it up. It's fine. I will tell you not to post it if I have to listen to it. Like, Thing is, though, you guys will listen to your voice. I'm so used to it now. My voice, the way I hear it, sounds like it, it does. But if you go back and listen to this now, you'll be like, oh, my voice sounds so that? weird. I have to do it when I'm at work and I like have to listen to like calls that I've had. And I'm like, who is this person? Why is she so posh? And why is she a child? Like, 
and I'm like, oh, hello, my name's Kiki. <laughs> no, I hate it. Um, what else can we talk about? Broad beans. Broad beans? You yeah. want to talk about the broad beans? Well, that's something we haven't had a lot of luck with. No. You know? Yeah. We tried. I tried my hardest to save them, but unfortunately, I don't think it's to be. Yeah, we got an infestation of black fly quite early on, and uh, we tried to get them off, and it didn't really work, and then it sort of took over. And Katie spent like an hour... I wasn't there, but you could try to get like every single one off, and you did. And I was like, "Oh, cool, this is gonna really work." And then about four days later, they were they just covered again. Back. Yeah, yeah. You have to get every single egg. I thought I got every single egg, but I don't think I did. I think they just come back so quickly as the, well. Yeah, the ants just keep keep bringing them up. Yeah. I think it's also that's another thing like we were speaking about. It's when you've got an allotment and it's small, you you kind of want to start just growing everything. And you get overwhelmed quite quickly and you soon discover you can't always grow everything. So like with the broad beans, we haven't, we, we've got like one bunch each really. Yeah. And it's not worth all the effort to like plant them and look after them and water them. And they take up quite a lot of space to get nothing from them. Yeah. Know? Yeah. <clears throat> I, I think when we, when we, when we took all the ones that they weren't going to grow anymore. No. And we, we split them in half and I got a meal out of it. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You only got one lunch, didn't you? Yeah. I think. We we when we opened some of them, some of them didn't even have broad beans in. Although it felt like they did. You kind of opened them up, and there was nothing there. Quite yeah, quite a lot of the ones I had. I think I guess this is where they've not grown very well because of the black fly. You'd you'd sort of open it up, and there'd be there'd be like one big broad bean. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get towards the end, and it's just tiny at the end. They just sort of stop growing. The ones that the ones nearer the um, nearer the plant. Yeah. Why does it happen then? Did they just they take the energy the nutrients and... out of it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they take all the. That's why they're always at the top because that's where all the sweetest sap, I guess you call it, is. So they take it all out. Yeah, and the plant just doesn't know what to do. We tried taking the tops off. That didn't work either. No. Tried spraying them off with high-power water jets. Didn't work. We used soapy water. Scraped them. Garlic and chili Garlic water. Chili, cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon. <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing <laughs> yeah. worked. But I suppose that's cool because now next year we're gonna. We we got the allotment in. Oh no, August or October? September, October, I think. Yeah, yeah. So we spent, it was overgrown when we got it. So we spent a lot of time, like pretty much the whole of winter, clearing it up. And even some, in, like into spring, we were doing that. So we kind of started quite late. Whereas this year, we don't really have much work to do. Yeah. So we'll be able to start earlier. And I had a point to what I was saying. What was I, what was I saying? Something about the broad beans. Uh, oh, no, yeah. But no, we, 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 we can spend less time growing stuff that we know we're not gonna that's not gonna work. Yeah. yeah. So we can like, well we won't grow board beans next year, so we'll be able to fit something else where they would have been. You know, same with the peas. Bean. It... Huh? Bean. Why? <laughs> you just said oh, would have <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Carry on. Well, I didn't get it. You said would have been. <laughs> oh <laughs> excuse the pun. <laughs> yeah. Jokes are plenty on here. What do you guys think the most difficult part of having allotment is? being scared all the time that something's not going to work like every time we yeah. go down I feel like a sense of dread that like something's <laughs> going to have fallen over or died or something's not going to work I'm a bit disappointed about the broccoli yeah it's hard, It's quite hard as well like we, we, we'll go up there and we get like we've got all these peas we get all these courgettes there's all this good stuff going on but then just one thing is not going well like the broad beans just, just puts a bit of a downer on everything and it's yeah. yeah but I think that is because it's our first time doing it like yeah. I guess people that do it become like seasoned to it and you're like oh this didn't work this year blah 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 and you just don't care but because yeah. it's our first thing we're all really excited I remember the day when we got the first pee yeah. we were all like jumping around high-fiving each other like <laughs> lunatics like this is a big thing for us so I think I guess once you get used to not 
things not working you're not as disappointed yeah I still get terrified. I mean, I've, I've started growing vegetables in pots and stuff, and I didn't really... It, for the first time I did it, I wasn't really worried. But then every year after that, every single time I plant a seed, I'm like, is this thing going to grow? Is it going to work? Yeah. Is it going to survive? And, like, towards spring, when everyone is posting stuff on Facebook and Instagram about the stuff they're growing, like, oh, I hope my tomatoes survive. Like, you you know, and it always kind of works out in the end, but I know that feeling of dread where you go, then you just think, please let everything yeah. still be alive. Yeah. When you used to run down the stairs in the morning to check your little seeds in your little <laughs> yeah. pot, you'd be like, oh, look, there's a sprout, there's a sprout. <laughs> and if the one hadn't, yeah, because if one hadn't sprouted, you'd be like, oh, one of them hasn't sprouted. But you what didn't notice do like, the other 10 sprouts. Yeah. You're just like, this one seed hasn't sprouted. Well, it was like that with the cucumelons because they took ages, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, they did. I was yeah. really worried about them. Yeah. It's, um, I was going to say something now. Um, can't remember. Cucumelons, disappointed, scared. They took a while. <laughs> <laughs> but instant replay by Katie. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's also there's a massive commitment as well, like going down all yeah. the time. Like it's in summer now, we we go down almost every or every single day. Yeah. If not both of us or three of us, one someone goes down. You know, so it's a, it's a big time commitment for anyone that wants to, to get started. Like, you get all gung-ho and you want to grow every vegetable under the sun, but when it all starts kicking off and everything's growing and you've got to water it every day, yeah. the, we- the weather's 30 degrees, it's like it very soon becomes like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's pepper. She agrees. Let me just see if someone's knocking. Yeah. Okay, where were we? That's... What were we talking about? Is that someone come around for vegetables? No, it's our neighbour. She um, wanted to pop for some plants that she's got. Yeah. I can't remember what we were talking about. How things are. How things are. What are we talk? No, we talked about what we're disappointed <clears throat> in and scared of and what's the biggest worry. What is yeah. everyone most happy with? Courgettes. <laughs> <laughs> We've got trillions of them. <laughs> so many courgettes. It's, it, is, it is nice, as much as you can complain about having too many courgettes how quick they grow yeah this is feels like you're doing something right yeah that's that's a good vegetable for anyone to start with i think because you get that satisfaction it's an easy vegetable to grow isn't it and you get so much yeah and it seems like they take up quite a lot of room like we've got that fairly well not a large bed but we've got that quite big area we've just got six plants in yeah and when they're first growing you think this is this is a lot of space to give up but then the amount that you get on each one yeah we i mean we've we haven't run out of courgettes at any point we always have too much Yeah. yeah yeah I, I give to the neighbours sometimes, just like it's too much for us. But <clears throat> I think the the best part for me is that satisfaction of picking something. Yeah. Like with the carrots, we thinned out the carrots a couple of weeks ago. And just the fact that there was carrots there. Yeah. I was like, yes, the carrots are alive. It is like, still exciting. Like like I was saying earlier, when we like high five with the pea, like there, when we pick something new, we all do get all like really like, Ooh, yeah. yeah, it's happening. Carrots is a good one for that as well because you can't actually see them. Yeah. And then you put it out of the ground and there's a carrot there. It's. I got a really good one the other day, didn't I? Yeah. That's yeah. a really good one. The first time I ever grew carrots, like the, the greens were like 30, 40 centimetres high. I'm like, yes, there's going to be hundreds of them. And I pulled them up and there was nothing. Yeah. But they were so densely planted that it was basically just little spindly roots. I had no place to grow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, they were kind of, I think the spacing was just right because even though we thinned them out, the, thin, the thinnings were still yeah. pretty decent, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were good. We had what did we have that with? I can't even remember. 
just ate them. Oh yeah, we roasted them, didn't we? We roasted them mm. and had them with a bunch of other stuff, and it was really nice. I think hopefully our, the, the successions we've done of carrots will work quite well as well. We should have enough good, good, steady supply. Yeah, because we've got that. This, on that other bed, we've got the three varieties together, yeah. haven't we? And we still have a few weeks to plant some more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The cool thing as well about carrots, you don't have to lift them all at once. You can lift yeah. five or six each. And then that lasts you the week. And then the next week, you just pull some more out. Like, whereas some stuff, like, you have to take them as soon as they've grown. Like peas, you just take them as soon as they're ready. Yeah. You can't just leave them the there. The spinach was hard for that as well, wasn't it? Because yeah. we had to take all of that in one go. And we just had days where we just had, like, so much spinach because you couldn't leave it. It would just do the seedy thing. Bolt. Bolt. <laughs> um, yeah. And then... We had, we had <clears throat> that spell of hot weather with them as well, didn't we? So they all bolted quite quickly. And yeah. We had to pull them all out. The weather's been crazy this year because, like, March we had that snow and we, we'd already planted out our peas and we were like, oh, they're all going to die. Half of them survived, which was quite cool. But then it went really hot, didn't it? And then all the spinach bolted. Yeah. And it went normal. Then it went normal. It's hot again now and the broccoli's bolted. Yeah. Yeah. And the peas have dried out like it's some sort of desert. Yeah, yeah. there's quite a lot of smaller peas on there, though. I think that some of them will be all right. Mm, yeah. What did you say you can make? Split pea soup? Well, yeah, if you just leave them to dry... Because oh. all, all those ones on the far left with the biggest peas are, are really big, and the, that, that all the the whole plant's drying up. But then the yeah. one on the right, closest to like the pathway, those are still growing. So if we just leave the ones on the big yeah. plants, let I them guess dry they're out. covered by the dry ones as well, so they're not yeah. getting hit by the sun as much. Is lentils just hard peas? No, the lentils are just lentils. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> Yeah, but I think another thing is, as you always have to prepare yourself for for some kind of disappointment because nothing yeah. nothing's always going to work. Like, what other failures have we had so far? Or things not necessarily failures, but things that just didn't work out. So the broccoli or the calabrese have half of them are bolted. Yeah, not got as many patty pan as I thought we'd have. Yeah, yet yeah, they are coming. Yeah, they are yeah. coming. They're taking a lot slower. Tomatoes are taking longer than I thought they would. Mm. Yeah, what's going on with them? That might just be, I think, again, it's all down to the hot weather. But, like, if we grew vining types, so, like, the ones that grow up canes and things, you, I, those, I, I don't know how it works, but I think those start ripening as the thing keeps growing. Right. So the bottom ones, ones will ripen. You can pick those and it keeps growing and it moves up. up. Yeah. Oh. And then, so I think there's a, there's a special method that that it's called but basically as you've harvested like the lowest branch of um <laughs> the, the lowest uh not branch vine uh, a vine branch what's the word for <laughs> shoot no there's a word for it um anyway the, the, if you once you've taken the lowest bit of tomatoes you cut all of the leaves off so you just yeah. get a stem and it just keeps stem? no no it's okay. there's a word for it uh growth it's going to come to me. It's going to come to me like at two in the morning. I'm going to look at it Leaf. right now. Uh, Stick. Like a, I suppose vine, yeah. Um, tomato. <clears throat> no, I'm not even going to look. Yeah, so it, it might just be the variety we've grown. It's just, you know. Yeah. yeah. If we can get some vine in ones then, if we get the next one next year, because I love vine tomatoes. There is a lot on there, so if they all start ripening, we will have That's true. a boatload of tomatoes. That's yeah, true. Yeah, all in one go. Yeah. So... It might, yeah, I, I think a lot of it's got to do with the heat. Next year yeah. might be completely different. <clears throat> It'd be interesting to see as well, because so, the weather's been very odd this year already. We don't know what sort of autumn we're going to have. So yeah, we've got true. a lot of stuff for the autumn. Yeah, we have the cauliflowers, we've got the sprouting broccoli. Some of the squashes. Sprouts, all that. Yeah. And what if it stays warm and we don't get a frost? 
Well, we've got no sprouts in. It's exactly. Waste, isn't it? Why does it? Why do sprouts have to frost to grow? What's that about? Do it makes remember? them sweeter. So if it doesn't get a frost, they just taste a bit farty. Oh, really? I think. Yeah. Oh, I like farty sprouts. <laughs> but yeah, so we've had. What else has not gone quite right? That's it, I think. I think everything it, really, else has gone really well so far, hasn't it? Yeah. Everything seems to be... The French... Is it the French beans? They're doing well, aren't they? Yeah. They grew, like, literally up the whole side of the thing within a matter of about a week. Chilies are looking pretty Chilis good. Chilies are looking pretty good. And the peppers. And the peppers. Yeah. So a lot of that stuff is, like, late summer mm-hmm. stuff. So I suppose we'll have... What's going to happen, I can see it now, we'll have no courgettes and we won't have any salads and stuff. We're just going to have, like, beans yeah. and yeah. chilies and tomatoes. <laughs> We'd be eating chilies for every meal. Yeah. I don't mind that so mm. much, though. Yeah. I'm excited to make some hot sauce. Yeah. When we get our chilies and some... Tomatillos. Tomatillos, yeah, yeah. We'll be making loads of salsa. Mm. We've already made quite a lot of pickle, haven't we? Pickles, pickled yeah. things. You've done radish, haven't you? And courgette. Radish, and courgette. courgette. Yeah. Which we haven't tried yet, so... Yeah, that's mm. that's uh, festering away in the fridge, isn't it? Mm. Pickling, it's cool. Yeah, same thing. Though, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah, I think everyone becomes expert at like doing stuff with all the vegetables because you end up getting so much of stuff, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing the amount of stuff that you can pickle as well. So you, there's always that to fall Anything. back on with most most things. Yeah. Make a pickle lily. Anything goes. Just shove it all in. That's a really good idea. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Well, how does it go yellow though? Is that from mustard? Mustard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anything extra you get, just bung it in. Pickle it. Yeah. Be fine. Just we haven't got any cabbage though, have we? We can't make any sauerkraut. Have we got any? No, we haven't got no. any cabbage, have we? <clears throat> Would be cool to try that next year. Mm. I grew that in the garden last year, and they got annihilated by slugs yeah. i still got six cabbages but they were only like tiny that big that'll be a good thing that those and stuff like potatoes and onions and garlic and stuff we haven't done this year mm. because they're so cheap to buy in the shops yeah and they take Space, up a fair yeah. amount of room mm. whereas if we've got more more room doesn't mm. stuff like that have to be planted sort of autumn and winter as well well no cabbage i grew cabbage was in the beginning of the year and i think i harvested it in august or september Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we weren't ready really just at the beginning of the year, were we? Yeah. So there was a few things that we couldn't do yeah. that we needed to plant sort of early winter. But hopefully we should have been in time for this year. Well things like garlic and onions, you can plant some of that in winter. Yeah. <clears throat> and we still have those broad bean seeds though, <coughs> so we could if we if we planted some broad beans in autumn and overwintered them and planted them out early early next year like february because they can withstand the cold yeah we might not have a problem with the black fly mm. yeah that's probably worth trying is there any way of getting like a disease resistant seeds do they exist because i've heard they do have them in like i mean the, with with things like that then they're they're likely to be um more hybrids yeah and you won't you won't get seeds off them Right. Does that mean you're not as likely to get fruit and stuff off of them? Or? More likely, probably. But mm, okay. Well, so you can't keep the seeds and grow more. So all the stuff that we have are like non-hybrid. Mm. So we can keep all the seeds from them and they'll grow. So like how do you get new varieties of plants? With time and patience. That might be something too experimental for next year, then. to look into. Yeah, I, were you there when we were talking about uh, how to breed your own different varieties? It yeah, was... I think so. When you do like the thing and then you like match up the different... Things. Yeah, that's it. And it takes like four years or something like that Little until you get like squares. a stable. Yeah. Well, yeah, that could be something to do. I've heard people say as well, like you can grow hybrid seeds, but what will happen is, I might be completely wrong, is it whatever, so let's say you've got like a hybrid <coughs> courgette plant, 
and you plant that seed the next year, um, you the plant will grow, but you might not necessarily get courgettes, or you'll get courgettes that are like absolutely massive, but just taste like water. Yeah. Or yeah. you'll get like another example is chilies. You could like get a hybrid chili, and half the chili plant would be incredibly hot you can't eat and the other half won't taste like anything so i think that's one of the problems with hybrid seeds is you don't get consistency the next year mm. yeah which is a bit frustrating but i suppose you just give it a go and see what happens yeah because there's two things we've got as well that we're gonna have winter which one the the cucumelons oh Did yes no, yeah. the cucumelons you can take the um the tuber out yeah and save that do they have a tuber? I yeah. didn't know that. And you just you keep that what, warm, I suppose, or just like dry, and then you can plant that next year and cucumins and grow. And they'll come up it. earlier and you'll get oh, more of them. They're yeah. so cute, aren't they, them cucumins? Little cute grapes. I think the kale, do they, I think the kale we've got, although I, <clears throat> it's, it's tasty, but it's kind of a bit of a weird plant. I don't know. Yeah. It was quite spiky, some of it, wasn't it? Like, yeah, even it after was, we yeah. cooked it, it was still a bit, um, I don't know, it felt a bit like a cat's tongue. Do you know what I mean? Like that sandy papery feeling it was weird yeah i liked it it was and nice taste ca- the kale as well it's looked it looks like we've got so much mm. but we haven't had that much from it yeah kale, it cooks I down guess, so much yeah yeah it might it might i mean we we, probably, we could probably pick some because if, if you look at it, there's a lot of new growth coming up so it yeah. might be worth just cutting all the big leaves off i suppose you get like a huge bunch and it like you said it just goes down to almost nothing mm. yeah it? like the spinach like that whole row of spinach we put, pretty much picked in one day and then it was we split between the two of us and it was gone within one meal yeah it's mad <laughs> i suppose that's why it's so cheap in the shops as well yeah yeah, yeah. i was thinking how big does a spinach farm have to be because think about how much spinach is in a bag like and that's one row that must be so much space just yeah. for spinach and it doesn't grow up does it it's just small yeah yeah, <clears throat> yeah. mad I guess you could grow it on like levels on a like raised bed a lot of the indoor farms and mm. stuff do that they um they're, they're doing shipping containers or warehouses they've just got like levels and they've got lights that warm yeah. it up and it's yeah. just like yeah it's one of those vegetables again you kind of wonder is it worth growing because it's relatively cheap but they're still having fresh spinach yeah. yeah and it lasts like all the all the salads and stuff we've picked you you pick it you put it in the fridge and it lasts a whole like 10 days yeah yeah you buy something in the shop you open the bag have a small salad the next day it's basically all yeah. gone isn't it, it? withers yeah it like, goes all wet yeah we've had that lettuce it's only just started to go now but that's been in the fridge nearly two weeks and that's absolutely yeah. fine yeah and we've had quite we've had quite a lot of lettuce as well it is crazy how much it's, longer it that's lasts been quite good we haven't even had uh, we haven't even taken up that much space with it no yeah. they grow back so quickly as yeah. well once you've come that we sort of we've been able to have spinach every week but not spinach lettuce, lettuce every week yeah some of the stuff that we picked last week we just finished last night yeah yeah I've been feeding it to the bugs which have been being fed to the lizard so she's also eating our vegetables <laughs> sort of a bit the circle of life yeah exactly yeah the bugs are loving the fresh veg they're living for it aren't they is that the crickets that go to the lizard? Yeah. Yeah, locusts. They're hideous. <laughs> and I've got my pet mealworm bugs that I'm now growing, and they're loving the lettuce as well. You grow them? Well, like the mealworms, they go into like a weird cocoon thing, and then if you don't take the cocoon out, then the mealworms will eat them, like the cocoon, because it's like, I can't yeah. remove. So I've been taking them out and then putting into a special bug house where they can grow, and then they turn into these like nice little purple beetles. Okay. And now they're just living there. I've got a little 
Can you use the beetles to feed the lizard? The beetles you can't feed to the lizard, but they will eventually turn into more mealworms. Okay, yeah. So you can start a little farm. But at the minute, I'm just enjoying having little pet bugs. They're quite cute, aren't they? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, they like the lettuce, so... I think out of all of us on the allotment, Katie, if as soon as you say there's a bug, you're right there. Like, let me see it. Where is it? Don't kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Even the slugs. I like save the slugs in the plant pots. Yeah. I just put them at the front. And I'm like, you, you stay there and eat the grass. Yeah, I'm not the best person to have an allotment. There's a frog again yesterday. Oh, was there? Big one, like a big... Aww. Yeah. Someone was telling me, one of my customers, that uh, <clears throat> you don't necessarily have to have a massive pond to attract frogs because those are good for like loads of bad bugs. Yeah. He, he said he's literally taken like a big bucket, dug a hole, put the bucket in the ground, whacked some water in. Even like bird baths and things. Yeah. People use bird baths and then just like, you know, you get the stone ones, you just smack them off and then leave the bird bath like on the floor mm. without the post and you can use that as like a little mini pond. Yeah. That's going to be the cool thing with this new allotment now because we've got like, <laughs> well, we've got all this extra space that we can do stuff that we you don't necessarily want to do on a small plot because like we've grown stuff that we now know what works and what we can grow next year and what we might not grow. But we've got extra space to experiment with other vegetables and we've got extra space to like do things like have fruit trees, grow yeah. more fruit, yeah. have a little pond. Yeah, I think fruit is the, because we've only got Greg and then some of the um greg is the tree and what, what tree is it <laughs> i can always forget green gauge green gauge tree he's, okay. a, he's a green gauge tree and then we've got some of the blackberries from that guy who said that we can have the blackberries on our side oh yeah and then but that's the only fruit that we've got isn't it so i think mm, yeah i'd yeah. like to have some more fruit on this one strawberries definitely raspberries raspberries get some little like miniature fruit trees yeah want to have a look at things that don't really take up too much space mm. but can be grown i'll show you the ones we've got in our garden they're patio varieties so you can grow them in pots but they like i think they grow to like two mm. meters tall you know you can just have them in like buckets and things like yeah. that can't you how many are we allowed now then six trees six trees okay. yeah yeah so on our allotment site one of the rules is that you can only have <clears throat> three trees per plot and then in terms of structures how big is it there's a certain size like i can't remember was it something like not more than 25 square meters or some something like that? A certain proportion of, of your plot can go to like a structure, but not more than that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So we couldn't just like put a big marquee over it or something like that. You build a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although some people, like that guy next to us, he the, the guy that, whose plot we're taking over, he had two polytunnels and a big yeah. shed. It yeah. was like almost half his plot, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Although I suppose that other one was more of a grow cage. Yeah. I feel a bit sad for him. Yeah, we're, we're not too sure what happened to him. He, he looked a bit uh, poorly and he just stopped coming. We tried to water his plants in case he came back, but he just never did. Yeah. But, I mean, now we've got... <laughs> <laughs> Potatoes. <laughs> we'll cut this because this makes it sound like a psychopath. <laughs> Definitely going to keep it in. We all need to say something a bit psychopathic and keep it in. Feed people charred and then oh, yeah. when they pass, we take their plots. Yeah. <laughs> Just lace the charred with arsenic and uh, oh, carries home. Hello. Hello. Quite nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose that's, uh, we haven't really spoken about anything in general, but that's cool. You know, anything else you guys want to say or? Grow more vegetables. <laughs> no, I don't think so. What advice would you give someone that's, uh, going to start an allotment uh be prepared that it's going to be a 
fair amount of work. Yeah. Um, and we look at the plot and consider how much work it's going to be to clear. Yeah. Ours wasn't too bad, but I think if it had been much worse, or if we'd been doing it, either of us had been doing it on our own, I think it would have been too much work to clear it in time for the spring, and we started in, what, September, October? Yeah. And even then, it took us pretty much all the way. I mean, we cleared it relatively quickly, but to do everything else, like dig up the soil. And the like, last bed. The last bed, all was, that. Was that. Yeah, we, we sort of yeah. gave up, didn't we? Because we were like, oh, there's already stuff growing. We'll just leave this last bed yeah. for a while. And then it got to the point where we run out of space, so we had to do it. Yeah. And we were just like, mm. Yeah, it's definitely a huge amount of work, I think. More than you, more than you think. Yeah. You, whatever, if you've seen an allotment and you want to take it, think how much work it'll be in times of by four yeah <laughs> yeah i agree yeah. i think as well because we didn't because <clears throat> we got it sort of ready in stages thinking well by the time we need this one we'll be able to clear that and then you don't realize when you start planting stuff out how quickly the space goes yeah like we thought we had so much room and we've got nothing we've run out of room we're now planting things in random places like oh can this cable fit at the end of this one yeah, yeah. it'll go in there and that's kind of why we wanted to get a second allotment because we just we didn't realise how quickly the space would go. Yeah. What, what about you, Katie? What would you What would you say? Your advice to um, save the bugs. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't really have any advice. Yeah. Make sure you do the weeding all the time because it gets out of control, and then I have to go around and do loads all at once. Because I always look at it and think oh, I was not that bad at the minute. Because I like doing the weeding. It's like, I like the menial tasks. The, the bug rescuer and the... Bug rescuer, weeder, and eater of the vegetables. That's me. Except the chard. Except the chard. <clears throat> Be prepared to water every day as well in the summer. Yeah. yeah. We are really lucky, though, because you live so close. Like, there's some days where we wouldn't be able to get here, isn't there? Mm. And then, like, when you went away and stuff, it's okay, because we're, we're here and we're going away next week. I'll so, be, yeah. yeah, you have to consider... Is there going to be times when I'm not there, and is there someone else that can go and do it for me? Yeah, that that's I think I would say if you want to take an allotment, if you can do it with friends because yeah, it takes off it takes off so much of the pressure like straight away. You don't have to like yeah, going on holiday in summer. Everyone wants to do something. You want to go away, and if if it's really hot and no one's there to water your plants, you've just wet spent like the whole of spring trying to do stuff, and you come back and everything's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least someone have someone that you can rely on that you know will go and do it while you are away. Yeah. And talk about it with them before, because you don't want to get to like summer and then you're like, oh, I can't even go on holiday because I've got to stay here and just water these vegetables all yeah. day long. But yeah. Cool. So that's it. I'll uh, mix match this all together and uh, try and make some sense out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's it everyone, um, hope you enjoyed that. We definitely had uh, quite a lot of fun making it and I think um, afterwards we, we kind of spoke and thought that we'll probably do these you know, fairly regularly, maybe like once every couple of months really, just to sort of give everyone an update. And I just think it'll be a bit uh, more interesting for you guys listening to all of us speak rather than me just sort of yabber on about nonsense really. So um, that's it. Uh, if you guys, whatever you're listening to this on, it would be great if you could leave a review and a like and subscribe to the podcast. I'll try and make them as regularly as possible. I will see you guys next time. See you later.